Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Minda, and here's what he has to say. Hey Sandman, hope you're doing well. I saw an article in my newsfeed today and thought it was about time for another donation to Mr. Sandman. Can you please make a video on this article on Telegraph called How I Developed Late Onset Sex Appeal at 60? I'd love to hear your take and view on it. Thanks. Well, Minda, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. In the article you sent me, which I've linked to in the description, a 60-year-old woman named Fiona wants people to read about her experience at a birthday party where a 40-something-year-old man spoke to her. The nerve of this woman hiding her verbal diarrhea in an article behind a paywall. I'll never. Like anyone would actually pay her to be your emotional tampon. I read the thing by simply doing what I normally do when reading an article behind a paywall. I view the source code and the text is usually right there. I won't read the article to you guys in its entirety because that's just too much torture. So I'll just highlight a few of the key points going forward that stood out to me. The first thing was when she told the 40-something-year-old man that she was almost 60 years old. The guy kind of seemed nervous at that point and said this when she revealed her age, and I quote, Oh, I mean, I just didn't seem, I mean, you look, I mean, you don't feel, um, I thought. I think what he was probably trying to say was, that he couldn't work out how I could be both this age and attractive. I was delighted. The next morning, the birthday girl texted me that my companion had messaged her describing me as elegant, funny, and super hot. I told my husband and we were both thrilled, unquotes. The first thing that got me to laugh out loud was that her husband finds it great that a man in his 40s supposedly finds his wife attractive. What a cock. The other thing that stood out was that the 40-something-year-old guy seemed kind of nervous. He probably didn't want to compliment her too much because that would be obvious. But he also didn't want to appear negative about her age either. He probably thought he messed up, so he contacted his female friend to pass on the information that Fiona was elegant, funny, and super hot. Maybe Fiona's friend made that part up. I guess we'll never know. After the age of 40, we all start to deteriorate physically. I find that instead of focusing on appearance to define one's attractiveness of the opposite sex, more of it has to do with the words one uses and one's zest for life. Fiona doesn't sound all that zesty as she's rapidly approaching thirsty depends diapers age. I've spoken to women in their late 60s that had attractive minds. Because when your body goes, that's all you got left. Fiona is also mature because she was focused on how supposedly great she still looked, tanned and well-dressed. None of us believe it though. Here's a picture of her from 2012 when she was 49. There's nothing especially youthful about her appearance. She looks her age, or dare I say a little bit older here. I'll discuss more in a moment, but let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, T-Fits. Are you getting a divorce because your wife laughs at you like a horse? Then you need the men's guide to high-conflict divorce. This book is like a rubber for your marriage and protects you from many of the tricks she has hidden up her wizard sleeve vagina. Tom Fitz also has another book called The Police Are Not Your Friends especially if you're thinking of eating their hairy donut holes. Both books are available at the sponsor link down below. Anyways, now back to women that are almost grandmas that think they're sexy clown world show. Fiona has a son that's 26 years of age, so she's closer to being a grandma than a glamour puss. It must be hard for her working in an industry in the past where the models and designers are younger each year, but she gets older. So she's just talking up her beauty book. She said that turning 50 was harder for her than 60, because she said she was a hormonal menopausal mess. She was feeling hopeless and had newly formed back fat. That's something I don't even want to hear about. 
But does anyone really believe that she's going to feel better about herself 10 years older? She said she was also having an existential crisis because she didn't know if being an editor-in-large at British Vogue was all that she could expect from life. She left Vogue in 2017 at the age of 54. So to make up for being put out to pasture, she got an impulsive gift for herself, a half facelift, and started to feel better about herself. Here's the before and after surgery fix for her face. Yes, it makes a huge difference. It certainly took about 5 to 10 years off her look. So maybe she's right that the 40-something-year-old guy couldn't believe how young she looked. During the article, Fiona discusses how she spent 9,000 pounds for plastic surgery and shares the name of her plastic surgeon. It sounds like an advertisement to me. After all, she's been in the publishing business for most of her adult life. And you have to hustle to sell those ad spaces. And sometimes just mentioning a person in an article is a softer sell to readers instead of dropping a full-page ad in their face. 9,000 pounds is a bargain to make yourself look up to 9 years younger. And that's 1,000 pounds a year. She also drops the names of the doctors that take care of her skin. It made me wonder if they paid her partially to write this article, or perhaps she gets a discount. She even started a beauty podcast with one of these doctors that help with her appearance. So if you paid to read this article, you're just paying to have even more scandalous promotion dropped in your face. She says it's a fun project, but I see it as an older woman crying for attention and trying to become like Joe Rogan or something. She also uses this article to justify to herself and her husband that their marriage is as fabulous as it's always been. She says this about her marriage and I quote, My husband tells me I look nice when we're going out and tells me I still make him laugh, which is what made him fall in love with me in the first place. He doesn't do these sorts of things every day, nor do I need them after 27 years but he makes me feel attractive and desirable. And that means something. When I was young, I thought there was something slightly off about the idea of being older and sexy. But it's a state of mind, not body, unquotes. Yes, it's a state of mind, and from briefly going through her podcast, she definitely doesn't have that state of mind of a younger woman. I met women in their late 60s and early 70s that were behaving like 20 or 30-year-olds with the same vitality. Fiona is just trying to talk herself up, in my opinion. She's blowing smoke up her soft tush. She even brings up Madonna and says that Madonna's new look looks like it's actually a lot of hard work and that it isn't for her. She can't even be genuine and say that Madonna's new look is absolutely terrible. It makes her look like a transgender transation. She then goes into a pity party about how her mother died at the age of 64 and how beautiful she once was. Well, there goes 5 to 10 minutes of my life reading about a post-menopausal mama that's telling everyone how great she looks to promote a plastic surgeon as well as her podcasts. Minda, why the hell do you actually want me to cover this woman's story? I hope I've given you some insight as to what her motivations are. She also had an existential crisis because she's no longer as young and beautiful as she once was. And she lost her high-status paying job, and so she's starting a podcast, which is a long shot to get some relevance and attention again. She probably pulled in some favors from her old connections in the publishing industry to get that story published about her being 60 and sexy too. But I suspect the reason it was actually put out was not because she believed the stuff she was saying in it, but because she wanted promotion for her podcast so she can have some relevance again in her life. The sooner the lamestream media dies, the sooner we no longer have to be subjected to retarded stories like this one. Maybe that 40-something-year-old guy that told her how supposedly young and sexy she looked doesn't even exist. I suspect the real reason is to pump those plastic surgeons up as well as the podcast. I don't really know what else I can say. So for the rest of this video, I want to cover another article called Does the Western Lifestyle Put Societies 
on the path to extinction from PJ Media. The author Robert Spencer is asking the right question, but it's not the Western way of life that's leading to population collapse in the West. There are many reasons, but the main one is urbanization. It's like those mouse utopia experiments. Once you put a mouse or human population into a small confined space and force them to fight each other for limited space, while every other need is taken care of, then society becomes dysfunctional and eventually collapses. For the longest time, the healthiest part of society were actually those in rural areas. Now with technology, the city comes to the country, and every single pocket through the cell phone. PJ Media believes that humanity as a whole is heading for annihilation if we embrace a Western hedonistic way of life that's more on the leftist side. I beg to differ. Life always finds a way. Whether we bone or whether we clone, people will still be born in the future. Maybe we won't gain full citizenship until we procreate it. Eventually, immigration into most of the West will fall off a cliff and countries like Canada, Australia, and the UK will be fighting each other to get what few remaining migrants there still are left in the world. PJ Media tries to pander to the right-wing audience it has by claiming it's the left that's causing the collapsing birth rates. The article says this, and I quote, Human society is heading towards extinction. Nobody is willing to get married anymore. They live with dogs, crocodiles, and cats. Nobody is willing to give birth to children, raise them, and build a life. This lifestyle they created in England, they presented a new cabinet member for loneliness affairs. Yes, human society is heading for self-destruction, unless there's a massive rejection of the left worldview and a renewal of traditional values. It's already happening. And not just in the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. History is full of surprises. The increasing resistance to the global left could indicate that even the decline in the West is not irreversible, unquote. Seems to me that those on the right better get their heads in order. Even places like Utah, which are the most right-wing in America, are now below for placement fertility. We're about to start facing resource scarcity in this world, so in many ways, it's a good thing that populations are starting to go down. The bad part is declining populations are bad for economic growth. The elites want it both ways, to make more money while the population shrinks. It's going to become painfully clear to everyone in the next 10 to 20 years, when the number of births in the third world also collapses, that the way we've set up human societies with people living in dense communities instead of in the countryside is the real problem. I think there'll be a desire to move back to rural roots for many people. I've been meeting more people that are getting sick and tired of other people and are just moving off into the far reaches of the country and becoming hermits. That the real escape from this mess is an individual escape from densely urban areas for those that are more isolated. Being an introvert myself, I live for the open road, and to get away from people in general. The worst thing for a soul like mine, and for many people, is living in a densely packed area. Organisms don't procreate when they're under heavy stress. Cities are great big balls of stress, so it's no wonder that fertility rates are crashing everywhere, as the number of people living in rural areas keeps falling and falling. But that smartphone in your pocket is bringing the city to the country. And that's why I believe it's only going to accelerate the population collapse everywhere in the world, and not just the places in the West that have urbanized too much. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Minda for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that 60-year-old Fiona wishes that 40-year-old guys would actually want to smash her almost as much as her husband, who sounds like he might be a cock. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MakeDow.tv to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. 
or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the same man for 45 US dollars, and it won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills, and remember, a red pill a day keeps the 60-year-old women claiming they have high sexual marketplace value, but inside they know it's pretty low away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.